have you ever been butt hurt? That's right. <laughs> you heard that correctly. Have you ever been butt hurt? Well, stay tuned and you're going to find out about butt hurt. Listening to Mornings with Ken, brought to you by, uh, I have no sponsor. <laughs> hey, you know the routine. You got to go get that cup of coffee, get that virtual donut, pull up a chair, kick off those shoes, and stay a while, because I'm really glad you're here. Today, you are listening to me while I am in my mobile studio. That's right. The great Mornings with Ken mobile studio. You might see me on the road sometimes, you know, big uh, painted sign on the, on the side of my bus. <laughs> Mornings with Ken, mobile unit. No, actually you would see a little Chevy Spark um, with no signage. <laughs> but hey, welcome to Mornings with Ken. I am really glad you are here. Hey, butt hurt. Um, if you haven't heard that term before, that means... Um, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> to me, it means you got your feelings, you got your uh, feelings hurt. You got your feelings hurt. You're all up in your feels. Well, sometimes you can get butt hurt. Well, most of the time you can get butt hurt and it's your own fault because you let pride in. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I went, I, I, situation, um, for me, lately, I, I was butthurt about something. I'm not going to reveal what the situation was, but, you know, whether it's miscommunication, um, you didn't hear, you didn't hear something correctly, and you, you got misled, you misled yourself because, you jump to a conclusion before looking at all the facts and everything that goes into a conversation or an explanation or something like that. Well, you know, that happened to me. I would admit I jumped the gun about something. I was, I, I was butthurt and... I was about ready to let let this person know that I was butthurt. And I made the situation bigger than it should have been. You know, I'm embarrassed to say, guys. I'm, I am embarrassed to say that I allowed a situation to kind of get out of hand a little bit. All because... 
I was butthurt. I had no reason to be all up in my feels about a certain matter, but I was. And it wasn't other people's fault. No, it was my own fault because my pride was hurt. My pride was hurt. Well, first situation, no. I was prideful. I was prideful and my pride (laughs) should have been in check. Because anytime there's pride involved, um, it's going to lead to butt hurt. But most importantly, it's going to lead to sin. So, hey guys, confession time on Mornings with Ken. I had a sin to confess. I let pride cause me to be angry. And I apologize to the situation and possibly um, some people that might have been a part of it, but they really weren't. It was me. It was my pride that was, you know, I was prideful. How dare this not turn out in my favor? Yeah. Yeah, that's called pride. Um, And pride is what brought Lucifer down. Pride was found in his heart. And that's what caused the uh, ejection from heaven. You know, Lucifer, God, you know, God looked at Lucifer and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, he didn't say that. That's the Ken version. But God said, oh, you you know, hey, you trying, you want to lead a a rebellion? Really? You're going to lead in a rebellion? Yeah, you're going to have to go. And, uh. God took his uh, little finger and flicked him, flicked Lucifer right out of heaven. And uh, uh, that's not how it happened. But <laughs> my point is, pride comes from the darkest places of our hearts. And you got to check yourself. You got to check yourself. You know, you know, and sometimes you got to pull up your, your big boy pants, you know, right over that butt hurt, pull up the, pull up those, uh, big boy pants and grow up and, and, uh, be a man or a woman of, of God and be, you know, guess, oh man, what am I doing? This is childish. Quit being butt hurt about something. And, uh. You got to repent of the pride that's in your heart and say, God, forgive me for allowing pride 
um, to take root in my heart, Lord, and I, I just ask that you would check me and uh, forgive me for my attitude and my pride. You know what? And sometimes, sometimes it, it takes other people to recognize it. Yeah. See, as humans, mankind, we're sinful and deceitful above all things who can know it. So it takes, sometimes it takes a, a brother or sister in the Lord to slap you down, you know, like some of my guy, my, my, my guy friends, you know, you know, they slap you right in the face. No, spiritually, spiritually, um, help you to double check your heart and motivation. And, um, like this morning, that's why I'm in the mobile studio because I'm getting ready to have some coffee with the guys and, uh, you know, you got to put people in your life that you can say, Hey man, am I looking at this the wrong way? And they're like, of course you are, Kenny. Of course you are. What are you thinking? And then they slap you right in the face with the spiritual, with that big 10-pound Bible. They slap you right across your cheek and blood comes out of the side of your mouth and it's a horrible experience. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I go, I step over the line. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm headed now. In fact, I got to let you go. Because I'm about ready to meet the boys for coffee. So I'll be right back. Moving closer. Moving closer to the. Moving closer to the middle of the frame.
insecure in your modest things. You think you're immune? You who couldn't fit the set cow in a police lineup with the three little pigs? Now, master of disguises. Who's gonna change shit? forgiveness, repent, repent of your pride, repent of your anger, and uh, deal with it, okay? Alright? No more no more being butthurt. But, now I might be guilty of causing some butthurt to other people, because right now, it's time to play the game. Who said what? That's right. It's time for the game on Mornings with Ken. Who said what? It used to be called Which Heretic Said This? But I don't want to butt hurt anybody, so I'm not going to call them heretics. But, um, so I'm going to read a statement from them, and I will caution the statements um, is not a complete quote in the sense um, I had to reword them. I, I had to make, I had to con, 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 condense the statement. All right, but it's accurate to what they said. So, 
All right. <laughs> the first one, we're going to do five of them. Who said what? All right. First one, God will kill me unless you send me money and I need $4 million. God will kill me unless you send me $4 million. All right, who said that? Should I, should I give you time to think about it? It's one of the older original uh, televangelists faith from the faith movement um, from way back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. One of the very first pioneers of uh, television evangelism for the uh, faith movement. God will kill me unless you send me $4 million. All right. Can you think? Anybody got any guesses? Oh, yeah. You right there? Oh, good guess. You got... Oh, wait. Okay. So the answer is Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts was on TV back in the day. I think it was the 80s, late 80s. Um, he said that his ministry was had a four million dollar uh, shortfall, and he needed his listeners, his what TV viewers, to send in four million dollars, or God told him that he would take him home. Huh? I didn't know God did that kind of thing. I I, I thought I thought you know. God would supply all your needs from his riches and glory. And uh, where God leads, he, he provides. So I thought uh, maybe Royal Roberts wasn't really following scriptures so much there. Um, but there you have it. <laughs> the first question of who said what? All right. All right. Moving on. That was number five. Okay. Right. Or, or is that how many do I got? One, two, three. Oh, I only have four. There's not five. There's only four. All right, I, I owe you one. Uh, <laughs> All right, next one. If you are looking at me, then you you are looking at God. If you are looking at me, then you are looking at God. What crazy televangelist had the audacity to say? If you are looking at me, then you are looking at God. Whoa! I don't even want to say those words. And I don't even mean it that way. Um, I'm just repeating what somebody else said. Uh, oh, God. Okay, I'm going to repeat it one more time. And then, then I'm going to repent and ask Christ for forgiveness. Um if you are looking at me, then you are looking at God. What crazy televangelist made that statement? If you're thinking of Benny Hinn, you'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. But if you're thinking of Jesse Duplantis, you got it right. Yes. Jesse Duplantis, who once went who once went on a trip to heaven 
on a rail car. That's right, God sucked them up through the ceiling, put them in a rail car, and took them right to heaven. But uh, he did, he once said, if you're looking at me, then you are looking at God. Woo, that's a shameful, heretical statement. How could he say such things? Oh, boy. All right. All right, moving on. Number three. Number three. This was a surprise to his audience. I'm sure the audience was shocked because he told his audience, I'm pregnant. And remember, I said he. He said, he said this, televangelist. I'm pregnant with miracles. That's right. He says that God uses him so much for miracles that he has miracles bursting from his womb. I'm pregnant with miracles. Who said that outrageous statement? Oh, my goodness. Who said that? Give you a few seconds to think about that one. Wow. All right. If you said, now this is going back uh, quite a few years. He's a, he was more like a second generational televangelist. Uh, a, a second, second generation, uh, charismatic Pentecostal, uh, show me the money type guy. Yeah. All right, I am pregnant with miracles. That would be the one and only Robert Tilton. Robert Tilton. Yes, he was pregnant with miracles. Lordy, lordy. I wonder if he ever gave birth. All right, all right. So, oh man, I could do this all day. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to offend some of See, I might know people who follow these guys. And I'm sorry if I'm hurting your feelings. It's like that that time I told some friends of mine that wrestling was fake. And they got all upset with me because they believed in, you know, the the wrestling organizations were real. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, you know, that was all real to them. They really believed those guys were really wrestling. And I I broke their hearts by telling them, no, it was all make-believe. But, uh, yeah, so, my, so friends, if you listen to these people, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun of your, your heroes. But, uh, all right. Let's go to the last one. All right. This person was also about a second generational faith, word of, word of faith teacher. You know, he didn't come around the first the first bend um, with the Oral Roberts, but he was more second generational um, faith, word of faith person. And this person once said, he said, put your hands on your head and command hair to grow. And he, he gets all the men and women, because you know women have that problem too, right? Some women have that that hair loss problem. He got everybody in his audience to 
put their hands on top of their heads and command hair to grow. He said, I want you to put your hands on your head and command hair to grow. And then in the video, he says, he yells it out loud. Grow! I command you to grow! Funny thing is, when they pan the audience, I didn't see any bald men growing hair, but um, that would be funny if God would have put it on all their backs. Even the ladies, too. You know, set it on the head. Um, if God wanted to mess with them, he could have grew hair on their backs. Or for the women on their chest, that would have been hilarious. So, anyway, oh, did I tell you who that was? Anybody got any guesses? All right, all right. You in the back. You in the back? No, 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 no. It wasn't Joe Olstein. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> that would be probably, you know, the top of the line, probably the richest word of faith televangelist. Uh, out there. I mean, there's a few guys on the list that would give him a run for his money. Um, you know, Robert Tilton went broke. You know, he's he, he meets in a hotel conference room with about 13 people. Um, Oral Roberts is dead, but he died of natural causes years, years later. Um, I don't know if he ever got his $4 million, But, um, you know... Jesse DePlantis probably could give Kenneth Copeland a run for the most money. But uh, Kenneth Copeland is the answer to the last question. It was Kenneth Copeland. He said, put your hands on your head and say, I command you to grow. But anyway, I appreciate you playing along. I think that was kind of fun. And once again... I apologize to anybody that I know that might follow some of these guys. Um, guys, when it's all about the money and not about pointing people to Jesus, sharing the gospel, not the gospel of money, the gospel of salvation. And um, I want to just tell you, you know, focus on Jesus. Get your eyes off of these people on the TV screen. Um, so, all right, you folks have a great day. I love you guys. I hope to see you soon. Bye-bye now.